everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Welcome. I am so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I encourage you to build a business and a life that you love. As you know, I work with people in a membership that I have. It's called Team Yes. And this month, every day, Monday through Friday, I'm giving um, an action item. And some of the action items are about mindset and some are about marketing. Today, we are just getting our minds right for the month. And I asked the question, what can you quit? So this brings up a lot of thoughts for all of us when we try to answer that question. And I'm going to go through some of those thoughts that we have that are common. And I would love to hear from you. Um, if you ever want to email me or talk to me more about what you hear on the podcast, you can reach me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. And if you're interested in learning more about mindset, working on your own mindset, launching your business, finally starting a passion project that you have, um, maybe starting a nonprofit or sharing a message, you should join Team Yes. Really, we have so much fun over there. And I'm live every Monday morning with motivation for the week. And like I said, April's going to be just chock full of motivation and prompts to get you taking inspired action. So join us over there. It's only $37 a month and there's no contract. So if it's not a great fit for you, um, you know, I don't make you stay or anything, but I know that you'll love it and you'll love the community and you'll love the coaching that you get. And so many of the people in there have really um, just grown leaps and bounds personally and professionally just from being in the group. And so I would love that for you as well. Um, you can find all the information at greatbigyes.com and you can also go to my Instagram at greatbigyes and there's a link in the bio. So today we're talking about what can you quit? And when I ask people this question, a lot of things come up and some of the thoughts that come up from this are, well, I, quit, I can't quit because I said yes. Or I can't quit because I'll disappoint that person. Or, well, I can't quit because if I quit, then they won't like me or I won't be accepted or I won't be invited. Or I can't quit because that wouldn't be nice. I can't quit because quitting is wrong. And then the golden statement that we've all heard all our lives is quitters never win and winners never quit. And if you're a parent, you've probably gone through this where your kid signs up for football and then they want to quit, but you paid all this money and you signed them up and you make them stay because they have a commitment. And I get that. But that's not what we're talking about today. So yes, you want to be a person of your word. Yes, you want to lead with integrity. Yes, you want to honor your commitments. What I'm talking about is when you're still connected to something that's no longer serving you, something that may be causing anxiety, something that may be causing stress in your life, something that's taking up brain space, I want you to ask yourself, do I have to keep doing this thing? Now, this can be personal or it can be professional. A personal example would be, so the moms in your neighborhood are all going out to wine once a week. You started going out with them, but every time you go out with them, you feel very depressed afterwards. All they do is complain. They gossip about other moms. They complain about their husbands. They complain about their kids and you leave there feeling empty. 
This is something you can quit. You don't need to go have wine with these moms. You may be saying, well, but then they won't invite me. And then you want to ask yourself, do I want to be invited? And you want to get really honest with yourself. Because if you're doing this event, you're going out with them and then they're having this impact on you and you're feeling sad and depressed and the next day you're worried about it and you're telling your husband about it and you're calling your mom about it and you're pontificating about how awful it is, then why are you doing the thing you hate to do? So my question is, can you just stop doing that? My answer is yes. (laughs) My pastor always jokes in church whenever he asks a question like out loud, the answer is usually Jesus. And whenever I ask a question out loud, the answer is usually yes, right? This is great big yes. And we're getting toward our yes, the the life that we want to live, our great big yes. And oftentimes the little things get in way of the big things. The things that are kind of okay, or they're not that bad, or you'll just settle for them, get in the way of you living an excellent life, an abundant life, the life that God has planned for you, right? A passionate life, a life that you're energized about. Because your mind space is taken up with things that you don't like, that no longer serve you. So that was a a personal example. Another personal example might be like for moms who feel like they have to go um, do everything for the PTA or um, they have to go to that Bible study that has 300 women in it, even though it gives them anxiety and they would like a deeper connection with a smaller group, but they feel like they should do this because people have, you know, they've always done this and people give them accolades for doing this. They say, oh, you're so great that you're in that Bible study and isn't that Bible study great? And so they feel like they have to do this thing, but it's no longer serving them. They would rather do a small Bible study. They would rather go uh, meet with a small group of people, maybe in a home. You get to do what you want to do. Not all the time. If you're a wife, a mother, a friend, a daughter, a sister, there are things that you do to help other people. So it's not this selfish motivation. But it is a self-care motivation. It is Finding space in your brain for time to be with God, time to be peaceful, time to be prepared, time to be calm, time to really dive into what you're passionate about, time to finally launch that business, time to finally write that book, time to finally pursue your art. Maybe it's time to finally serve people in the way that you want to serve them. Service is another thing people bring up. Oh, well, sometimes, you know, I feel like I have to serve. And so they're kind of like miserable servers. And my mom always said, the Lord loves a cheerful giver. (laughs) So ask yourself, am I trying to earn my way into God's love? Am I trying to earn my way into God's um, salvation? Am I trying to earn my way into like, popularity, people-pleasing, achievement, striving. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? We have to live an examined life, right? And if we're going to get to our great big yes, and we're going to do the thing that we really want to do, we're going to have to ask ourselves, what can I quit? So earlier I brought up the quote that many of our parents have said to us and that we have probably said in our lives, quitters never win and winners never quit. 
And I want you to look at that and I want you to think about what a winner is to you, what it means to win, what it means to succeed. And I want you to reframe what you think about quitting. Because when you quit, in quotes, you're basically saying no to something so that you can say yes to something. So when you reframe it that way, it becomes more of like it's your obligation to say no to things so that you can say a great big yes to things. There's other things we've heard when we were kids, right? Clear your plate. You need to eat every single morsel on your plate. I don't know if that's really necessary, right? And I always felt like I was kind of shoveling food in all the time. My mom would always tell me, if I'm about to leave the house, you, you should put your lipstick on. <laughs> now, I'm all for putting your best foot forward, but I don't know. Do I really need lipstick? When I was younger, you know, I had a lot of energy. I still do. And people would tell me to relax. And that still triggers me. So when you think of things like quitters never win and winners never quit or you should relax or you need to put on your lipstick or make sure you clear your plate or whatever you heard when you were a kid, ask yourself, does that still fit? Is that true? Do I have to do that? Who says? If it's something that God says, if it's something that we've learned from God that we've been convicted about, like, you know, he's leading us to forgive somebody, then by all means, do it. But if you're just acting like you've forgiven somebody and you're performing and you're in this group that you don't want to be in and it's causing mental stress and anxiety and nobody's speaking honestly and it's really fake and surface and it's making you miserable and it's taking up too much time, physical time and mental time and mental space, then it's time to say no to that thing. If you want to live in authenticity and in alignment, with what you want to create in your life, no is going to have to become part of your vocabulary. I remember when I did Whole30 for the first time and um, the author of Whole30, Melissa, she said, no is a complete sentence. And I remember thinking, wow, that was really important for me to hear at that time. So if you are thinking, I don't want that second glass of wine, but you take it anyway because you want everybody to like you and you want to be invited and you want to be cool, ask yourself why you want to be invited to something where you have to pretend you're somebody other than yourself. Because no is a complete sentence. No thank you is even better. No, thank you. You don't need to offer up a million excuses. Why? Say you did volunteer to be like the PTA president and you've been that for a year and you say, this is no longer serving me. This is really like taking up a lot of space and I don't have time for this. You could say to them, you know what? I've really enjoyed my time here. 
but it's come to an end. I can't do this anymore. I can't commit to this for next year. And what happens to many of us is we start to say what we want or we start to think about what we want to say and we start to write that email or we start to plan that phone call and we just get stuck. And then we don't do it or we rewrite it and we erase and we rewrite and we erase and we rewrite. I'm saying now is the time. Send that email. Make that phone call. Talk to that person. Get out of that obligation if it's no longer serving you. And you will feel so relieved. Picture your mind as like a, um, a whiteboard. And there's all these things written on it. And you get to decide what stays based on your values, based on your goals, based on what you want in your life. Now imagine all the things that are written on it and there's like five things on there that you don't want to be doing anymore. They no longer serve you. You just do them because you think you, quote, should, right? You're shooting all over yourself. And now imagine those things erased. Imagine that space in your brain. Imagine that margin you have to be fully yourself, to do the things you love, to do the things that bring you energy, to laugh more, to worship more, to be still or to move, whatever it is that you love, you get to do that now because you're not overburdened with things that you don't want to do. But we believe lies that we were told as kids or we believe things that we just kind of assume No one will like me if I quit that. I'll disappoint people if I don't go. It wouldn't be nice if I don't take that second glass of wine. I'm not polite if I don't eat her dessert. I can't quit the PTA. My kids will suffer. I wouldn't be a responsible mom if I didn't bring lunch to school every day. Well, all the moms in the neighborhood are going out, so I have to go out too, even though I never enjoy what they're saying or doing, but I have to do it anyway because it's good for my social standing. We have to look at our motivation and we have to say, is that in alignment with who I want to be? When something's harming us, like literally causing stress, anxiety, wasting time, making us feel less than, making us get stuck in a comparison game, we have to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Look at the motivation and ask yourself, is that who I want to be? Go vertical, get with God and say, God, what would you have me quit? What do you have that's robbing me of my time and my energy? my emotion, my passion. Where would you have me pull back, God? Where would you have me create margin, right? And start doing it. You're going to feel so free. And the next time somebody asks you to do something and you don't want to do it, your knee-jerk reaction won't be, yes, 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 sure, anything. Let me jump through hoops and, you know, let me dance like a monkey to make everybody around me happy. Now, do you have to be a total jerk? Absolutely not. You can do all of this with compassion and grace and kindness. 
you can say, that's not my gifting. I'm not interested in that. I mean, there have been so many times in my neighborhood where people would be bringing meals to families, right? And and they would be like, do you want to bring dinner to the family on Tuesday? And I'd be like, I don't cook. I don't bring dinner. I can barely make dinner for my own family. But I have this other thing to offer. I can do this. I can go clean her house. I can go do her laundry. I'm going to take her kids for a day. I can go sit with her. I can talk to her. I can make those appointments. I can drive to those appointments. There's a lot of things I can do. There's a lot of things I can do. But making dinner isn't one of them. And that didn't make me feel less than or uninvited. It made me feel strong and empowered. Like I owned my strengths. And I was aware of what are not my strengths. And I didn't pretend to be some Martha Stewart dinner cooking feed the neighborhood kind of person. (laughs) Even though maybe that looks good. I'm not that. But I'm a lot of other things that are also really, really good. And when I can serve out of my overflow, when I can serve from who I am, it's so much more authentic and more effective and more helpful and more of a blessing. So take ownership of your time. Take ownership of your energy. Take ownership of the space in your brain. Take an eraser to that whiteboard in your brain and get rid of the things that are causing you pain. Because when we say yes to things and we choose things for ourselves, and then those things cause us pain, we can't complain because we chose them. So choose wisely. And when you make a mistake and you think something's going to be great and you sign up for it and then you have to say, you know what, I'm not going to do this thing. It's okay. Enter and exit all things with grace and kindness and honesty. You're not superwoman. You can't be all things to all people. But you can be honest and it starts with being honest with yourself. Take a look at your schedule this week. Take a look at where you're spending time. Are those things serving you? Are you serving those things? Is it not a good fit? And what can you quit? I'm excited for you with this because this step is so empowering. And you will learn from this step. Oh, I get to create the life that I want. It's up to me. And that's the good news. So I hope that this inspires you to make space in your life. And once you have that space, you don't need to fill it. Let me repeat that. Once you have that open space, you don't need to fill it. Allow yourself margin. The magic, the miracles, the connections, the divine appointments, they happen in the margins. You meet someone you're supposed to meet when you have time to take your time when you're out running errands. When you're always in a hurry with your head down, you're always in a rush, you miss so much of life. So clean some things off the whiteboard of your brain and then don't rush to fill them. Take your time. Just be present. 
Create space and then allow the space to just be and see what God brings up for you. See what he invites you into. See what your next great big yes is. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. If you have any questions, like I said, you can reach out to me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com or go to greatbigyes.com and join Team Yes. April's going to be epic. It's already started today and I was on fire today on our call and I'm just so excited um, for everything that this month is going to bring. We are in the second quarter of the year. Do not let this year go by without starting, launching, pursuing, and just going after creating a business and a life that you love. All right. Talk to you soon. You guys have a great day.